Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, an outreach of Greater Works Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos. If you like what you hear, visit us at gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and you'll get to our merchandise. Now, get ready for a huge dose of truth and a huge dose of common sense. Ladies and gentlemen, I really hope that you've been following what's been going on here in these United States of America because there is so many things going on. Yet another train derailment. I don't want to talk about that so much today because we've been following this, uh, the indictment of former and soon-to-be President Donald J. Trump. We've been following that somewhat. There hasn't been really a lot to... um, speak about, talk about, other than the indictment itself, because until earlier today, we didn't even know what he was being indicted on. And from what I understand, there are 36, I believe it's 36 counts that he's <laughs> that he's being indicted on, you know, and it was all kept really secret until literally today when they had to bring it out so they could charge him, uh, formally charge him and all such. And supposedly one headline said that Trump faces... 136 years in prison um, on all of these um, charges. So, of course, these seem to go far beyond uh, some payment that was made to Stormy Daniels. And uh, that, so it just shows you, honestly, it just shows you how desperate some of these uh, left-leaner Democrats really are. But it's really interesting because what I've been noticing is that the Democrat Party has kind of been falling all over themselves over this, Uh, even to the point that many of them are coming out in support of soon-to-be President Donald J. Trump. That's my president. And why would they do that? Well, uh, let me tell you, because this is the first time a president, former president has ever been indicted, ever. And this is going to set a new precedent. And we know how corrupt the Democrats are. I mean, we absolutely know this beyond any shadow of any doubt. And so this sets a new precedent for the future and as we go forward. So assume, again, for just a moment, that whether it be Donald J. Trump or some other um, Republican with a backbone, he's going to go back and make sure that every corrupt Democrat and hopefully Republican, doesn't matter to me, if they're corrupt, they need to go down, uh, will be indicted, brought up on charges, and possibly face prison time. And this sets a new precedent. So what this tells the Democrats is, hey, guys, our, one of our own, one of our own, one of our liberal Democrat friends is causing it, causing us to be backed into a corner in such a way that we can't do the things we used to do before because all it takes is just one semi-righteous person to get in there and we're all in trouble. We are all in trouble. And I've been watching some of these Democrats fall all over themselves. As a matter of fact, I got a little, I wish I could play the clip. There's a little video that's on here of Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton speaking together. And it was posted yesterday. And it's just, it's just kind of hysterical. But I'll get to that in just a moment. I have this article, short article that I just want to read to you and talk to you about. And this is, was published today, April 
Yeah, April 4th, 2023. And at the time, this was... 12.31 Eastern Time, so that's about, I think, three hours ago for us, four, five, about five hours ago, I guess. No, I take that back. Yeah, about five hours ago, give or take. It says Rod Blago, <laughs> I can't even say this guy's name, because when he was in the news, many people were just calling him Blago, but Rod Blagojevich, Blago. Blagovitkovich. Anyway, sounds alarm on Trump indictment. Corrupt prosecutors out to destroy our democracy. Former Illinois governor Maine's innocent on corruption charges after Trump uh, commuted prison sentence in 2020. 2020. So this Illinois governor, um, he was uh, commuted by Trump uh, from his prison prison sentence as a as a governor it says former illinois governor rod blagogovich democrat and you see this is what really caught my attention on this i i had a i i kind of remember it from back in the day you know democrat but i wanted to make sure democrat he called out weaponized district attorneys ahead of former president donald trump's arraignment Tuesday, warning on America's newsroom that prosecutors like Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg are out to steal the freedoms of Americans. Blagojevich has maintained his innocence on corruption charges after his prison sentence was commuted by then-President Trump in 2020. Now, again, I find this whole story fascinating just from the beginning. Um, President Donald Trump commuted uh, Blago's sentence prison term and he, he he even though he says hey i'm i was innocent all along whatever but but president trump comes along and gets him out of prison right so this guy i i don't know maybe he feels like he owes trump but i think it's much bigger than that trump proved that he's about um right and wrong not about republican democrat okay he's about what's right <clears throat> and he gets this guy out because i i'm assuming trump felt that he was either innocent or had paid his debt to society. Either way, he commutes him. And now this guy's coming out, not so much in defense of uh, former president and soon-to-be president Donald J. Trump, but really this whole precedent that's being set by this Alvin Bragg that's going after uh, President Trump. So here's the actual words of Rod Blagojevich. I think this is the apocalypse of our democracy. They're doing to a Republican president the major league level what they did to me, a Democrat governor, at the AAA level. I went to prison for things that are not crimes. They're charging President Trump with things that are not crimes. One positive thing I suppose you could say about the DA over, over there, brag, is that he keeps his campaign promises. Here's a guy who ran on a campaign promise to charge President Trump. The other thing you could say about him is he's violating his oath of office and destroying the Constitution and the rule of law. And if anybody who ought to be going to prison or charged with crimes for this episode ought to be that DA. These weaponized, uncontrolled, corrupt prosecutors are going to destroy our democracy, steal our freedoms, and take from us, we the people, our rights to choose our own leaders and elections. <clears throat> so again, ladies and gentlemen, this is a Democrat. This is a Democrat, former gover governor, what state was that? Illinois. Former Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich, Democrat, saying this about the prosecutor, left-leaning Democrat prosecutor who's going after uh, re former Republican President 
Donald Trump. And he is saying, this is nuts. This is crazy. I'm paraphrasing, of course. He, he, this isn't right. He's going after this. He's, it's weaponized. And um, at least he's keeping his promise on one area, but he's not keeping his oath to the Constitution and to, the, to his office. And again, this is, a, this is a Democrat. That's what I'm saying. The Democrats are falling all over themselves right now. They know they're in trouble. I'm not saying this gentleman because he was commuted. He's out. But just in general, so many Democrats are falling all over themselves. I'm seeing more and more Democrats coming out and saying how ridiculous this is. This needs to stop. He needs to drop it. Uh, This shouldn't go there. Oh, our democracy. This sets a new precedent. Blah, 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 blah. And it's... I'm not saying the Republicans aren't saying that. But you expect that from the Republicans when they're going after a former Republican president. But the Democrats are starting to say this. So when the Democrats are starting to defend, whether directly or indirectly, someone that they hate, like Donald Trump, you know that they see and foresee huge problems with this. But I just believe that just by what little I know about the gentleman, a little what I know about by from watching this, this Alvin Bragg, he's got not only a huge chip on his shoulder, but he's so pompous and so arrogant. And from what some reports... I haven't been able to truly verify it, but by several reports that I've read, is that George Soros paid him off to do this. So if he is um, bought and paid for by George Soros, and see, this is what also gets me. Okay, uh, so I'm going to assume that's correct, only because I saw it in several clips and such, that George Soros paid Alvin Bragg to push this. George Soros, well, he's just a wicked human being, but supposedly... He also has Nazi ties. Now, I know some people, there's been some reports that he was actually a Nazi, worked for Hitler, blah, 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 blah. I, I don't think, I think that was proven not to be true because he's not quite old enough to have had that position that many claim that he did. But nonetheless, he certainly has had Nazi ties. We know that. And he's a very, very, very evil, corrupt person, very, uh, if you will, racist, racial driven. And here's a black man, New York prosecutor, a black man who's taking money from somebody who hates him simply because of the color of his skin, but doesn't mind using him to get at Trump. Um, This whole, I don't know about you, but ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, assume for su- that there is somebody, it doesn't matter the color of your particular skin right now, it just really doesn't matter, but imagine somebody who's doesn't share your skin color for just a a moment. So if you happen to be black, imagine a white person. If you happen to be white, imagine a black person. If, or, you know, whatever, Hispanic, it doesn't matter. Imagine for just a moment, just in this moment, that that person not, not only hates you, but hates your entire race. Anybody that shares your skin tone, just because of your skin tone, because they feel that they are superior extraordinarily superior to you okay now now imagine that man approaches you one of you know he approaches you you know he hates you and he hates your uh people that share your skin tone your race and and imagine he approaches you and says listen i'll give you a million dollars if you do this thing for me which would ultimately lead to the people who share your skin color to be put in a lower and lesser place because that's one of the things maybe not the only thing but one of the things that he wants to achieve in the world how could you sell your soul how could you sell yourself 
to that kind of wickedness? How can you sell yourself to that? Knowing that if this man gets what he wants, if I take the million dollars and give him what he wants, um, I might walk away with the million dollars and be a little bit better off, but my entire race is going to be um, put in a lesser and lower place because of my decision and my choice to help such a wicked man. I don't know how. what is wrong with Alvin Bragg that he is literally making a deal with the devil, okay? Making a deal with the devil to try to bring Trump down, which will ultimately lead to not only just himself, because he's made a deal with the devil, but to the people that share his skin color and the people that he claims to be a, a, a part of and claims to support. Now they're all gonna, they're gonna pay one level or another. They're gonna suffer in one way or another because he walked away with a few bucks in his pocket. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to think about that for just a moment. You know, it's 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 similar. Like, what if you had major, like, crime boss, crime family, drug dealers in your neighborhood, right? And you knew it. You see it. They didn't care about you or anybody else in the neighborhood other than making money off of you. They didn't care how many uh, um, drug addicts they create, how many addicts in general they create, or how many lives they destroy, as long as they keep making money. And, and let's assume that you... They come to you now and approach you and say, hey, for, uh, I don't know, I'll give, them, give you $10,000 if, let's say you be my lookout. So if you ever see the cops coming, uh, you just whistle and, and I, I can duck down the alley or whatever. You make a little bit of money, but you're allowing that person who hates you and hates the people of your community to destroy your community. And you don't stop it. You actually join in and and what can, you're not, how much did it cost? $10,000. You made ten grand. So you're implicit in destroying your own neighborhood. Alvin Bragg, you're, you are destroying your own party, your own people, your own state, your own city. Why? Because someone like George Soros gave you a few bucks? I don't care if he gave you $10 billion. It's not worth it. How did you sell your soul? How, did you, how could you sell your soul? You can't put a price tag on it. Well, I guess... Alvin Bragg can, you know, doesn't matter if he made $10 or $10 billion, either way. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, my soul is far more, is more valuable than anything that George Soros or anybody else could offer me. I'm not going to sell out my soul or sell out the people that I care for, the nation that I care for, for anything. Anyways, let me go on with this because this is just too, this is just too good watching these Democrats implode upon themselves. It says, top Republicans on Tuesday argued that it would be unconstitutional for a judge to put a gag order on Trump as the legal case against him proceeds in New York and said, and said such an order would further demonstrate the weaponization of the New York justice system. Trump will be arraigned in New York on Tuesday afternoon, presumably for charges related to hush money payments, his lawyer made that his business marked down as a legal expense. A decision by the judge to put a gag order on Trump would bar him from discussing the case, and in New York, violations of a gag order can lead to a $1,000 fine and up to 30 days in jail. So, now this was uh, actually published, written and published, before they unsealed the indictment documents uh, and made it official. That's why they are still somewhat, you know, it's written like they're still wondering what's going on there, you know, because at that point they are. But I just wanted to re <laughs> read this to you because, again, this is primarily about a former Illinois governor who was a Democrat going, this is ridiculous, they need to stop this. Um uh, 
almost done with this. House House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan, Republican of Ohio, and House Oversight and Accountability Committee Chairman James Comer, uh, Republican of Kentucky, argued Tuesday that a gag order would be unconstitutional to put any restrictions on the ability of President Trump to discuss his mistreatment at the hands of the politically motivated prosecutor would only further demonstrate the weaponization of the New York justice system, the lawmakers said. And this is from Fox News. Brianna Herlihy, Herlihy contributor, uh, contributed to this report. And I'll put the link in the description of this episode. So again, this is just one uh, Democrat that is coming out in a direct or indirect way of defense of, of um, Donald Trump, President Trump, and kind of bashing, not kind of, he bashing this uh, Alvin Bragg for weaponizing his position and the judicial judicial system there in New York. And I totally agree, you know. Uh, and what I what's refreshing to me is is just perhaps maybe because of things like this, there's a wake-up call in the Democrat Party and those who, who were just being polled more and more and more and more to the left uh, by the, like the Nancy Pelosi's and the Hillary Clinton's and the, the Biden's and people such as that are starting to wake up and say, wait, 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 what have we done? This is my hope. I'm not saying this has happened. This is my hope. What have we been doing? In, in, in following them deeper down that rabbit hole, We've gotten further and further and further away from the truth, further and further away from who we are supposed to be as a, not just a party, but who we are as a nation. And now we're starting to see some things, not just the destruction of our opponents, the Republicans, but the destruction of our nation. And there might still, there just might still, there might still be some Democrats out there with just an inkling, just a small, tiny little spark of patriotism and uh, which gives me a tiny little spark of hope that there might be some hope because, well, ladies and gentlemen, I know this about the Republican Party. It's time to clean house. Get rid of the rhinos. Get rid of the rhinos. And you say, well, how do they do that? You know, that's by their choice. No, you get a bunch of real old school, true Republicans, uh, true conservatives in there. They can make it so difficult for these rhinos. Put them on blast. Put them on blast. Put them on blast every day stand up against them argue with them fight with them put them on blast do that with the democrats as well quit playing mr nice i'm sick and tired of the republican party playing nice guy get out there and let your voices be heard do you know why president trump was so loved by so many in america because he didn't follow your political protocols he told the truth he went out there if something needed to be exposed, he exposed it. If names needed to be named, he named them. He had no problem doing that. And you guys were too busy sitting back trying to be nice guy, playing nice. Well, we just need to reach across the aisle and be nice and be partisan. Kumbaya, blah, 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 blah. And look at the mess that we're in now in this America because of your cowardice, your wimpiness, your limp-wristedness. And now, finally, somebody's starting to stand up a little bit against this nonsense, and for the most part, not only, but it's these Democrats. Now, Republicans, I know many of you are upset, and you're even talking about it. You're just not getting the airtime that the Repu uh, the Democrats um, are getting. But I'm so glad that even the Democrats, because when, the, when a Democrat, <laughs> when a Democrat stands up and says, wait, whoa, you're going too far on this kind of stuff, you know uh, something's about to break and turn around. 
But that leads me to something else that I found, and I wish I could read this to you, but there's no article attached to it. Um, and again, I will put a, it's a, it's a clip, it's a little video clip, and that was uh, put out yesterday, April 3rd, 2023. And the title of this little clip says, Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> Aunt Nancy. So Aunt Nancy's back in the news. So anyway, it says, Nancy Pelosi accidentally refers to when Hillary Clinton was president. Now, I listened to this, and she didn't quite refer to her in past tense as president. But in my opinion, the way she said it, it's more of a future tense. And so they're talking about something, and then Nancy Pelosi tries to stroke and build up Hillary Clinton and refers to Clinton, uh, Hillary Clinton as president. She gets it almost all, all the way out of her mouth, president, and she's literally, she's fumbling around. It seems like for like almost a minute. It's not quite a minute, of course. It just seemed like that because she was fumbling around so much for so long. And then she she says, um, sort of under her breath, but still loud enough to pick up on the camera. And I heard it. She says, "My hope." So she she looks at Hillary. Oh, and 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 when Hillary was president, or you know, or Hillary the uh, president. Uh, I mean, I'm, my hope. And then she goes on to try to stroke her ego about something that she did as Secretary of State. And I sat back and I went. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you know, as I've said before, I do not consider myself a conspiracy theory, theorist, a conspiracy guy. But I can connect dots. I can put two and two together. I can just watch where certain things are going. We know that this Alvin Bragg, at least part of why he's doing what he's doing, is to try to keep former President Donald J. Trump from becoming the soon-to-be President Donald J. Trump. He doesn't want him to run, and he certainly doesn't want him to win, of course, in 2024. What is the Democrat Party? Who do they really want in the White House? Hillary Clinton. Why? I have no idea. Hillary's batty and loony and evil and wicked. And if I go missing and it turns up that I committed suicide with two bullets to the back of my head... You know, you know that Hillary heard this and she didn't like it and sent somebody after me. Anyways, she's one of the most corrupt people on the face of the planet, one of the most wicked people on the face of the planet. Her and her her husband, Slick Willie, um, and they but they still want her in. You watch. She'll make a run for 2024, especially if Trump is taken out or if his if his reputation is marred so much. She's not gonna go and lose again. She's lost too many times. And I don't think she can stay stomach another loss okay she just won't be able to stomach another loss so they've got to make it so that she's guaranteed to win and the only way she's guaranteed to win is get trump completely out of there all right i still believe desantis could be beat her but nonetheless um get trump completely out of there. there's no way she can run against donald J. trump and win especially at this point so they got to get get him out of there so i under i know this have you noticed why some of the Democrats, some, not all, but some of the Democrats have been absolutely silent on this because they're secretly plotting, watching what's going to happen. And they're secretly plotting 
to try to get in there, get Trump out of the way, and then get in there so people like Hillary can get back in. You watch, Nancy Pelosi's going to be, if she was ever, if Hillary ever got in or some um, uh, high-ranking Democrat like that into that type of position, Pelosi would be offered one of the highest-ranking positions in the government, um, things of that nature. We'd also have to deal with people like Gavin Newsom, governor of California, one of the most vile human beings on the planet, uh, running in the near future, being positioned being positioned by whatever Democrat is going to get in there in 2024 to position him for his run uh, you know, beyond 2024. So all of this is like a wicked setup. Get him out of the way so that they can get to moving on really destroying this nation and the earth uh, as we know it. And who's behind at least a lot of it? George Soros and a bunch of wicked people like that. All right? Carl Schwab and that whole climate cr- crowd especially. Because ladies and gentlemen, climate crowd, what does this have to do with the climate? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But those guys that are all about the whole climate uh, crisis, uh, the reality of it is it has nothing to do with climate or crisis. It has everything to do with them being in their own minds, part of the elite and wanting to take over literally the globe and be the rulers of the globe in in this sense. They want to be able to tell you and I where we can go, what to do, how to live, what to eat, what not to eat, what to drive, where to, how far we can drive, where we can live, how big of a house we can live, whether that's air-conditioned, swamp-coolered, heating, whatever it might be, they want to control every aspect of our lives. And if you haven't been, if you if you say, no, that's all conspiracy, you haven't been paying attention. None of this is conspiracy. They are now saying this stuff out loud. And it's the same people. And they're all connected. They're all connected in this disgusting kind of framework that's more and more and more seeking to control you and I, and and what is who who are the people that are in their their way the most? People like Donald J. Trump, because Donald J. Trump, he they look at him as our rallying cry. That we, you know, that's why the January sixth was like that. Do, Donald J. Trump, I heard him say like this. He was he was sending code messages to his followers to go uh, take the Capitol. <laughs> So now they think we have secret code. And they're saying that not because they know he doesn't and they know he didn't. They're saying that so the people that don't necessarily support and and the people that follow them, that's a message to them. Yeah, that wicked Donald Trump, those wicked MAGA people, those wicked evil people. Oh, we got to get rid of all of them. They're destroying our democracy. Well, to that I say praise God. We need to get back to a republic. But you see that most of these people aren't educated enough to even understand the difference. And they can't put two and two together to see really what's going on. But, it's again, it's refreshing when some of the, the Democrats are starting to rise up and say, no, this is ridiculous. Because we can put two and two together and we see where this is going. We're going to get hurt in the long run. We will get hurt in the long run. So stop this. And again, I still stand by this. You watch. Um, you watch. If it looks like in any way that... Uh, former President Donald J. Trump is going to go down for this. Hillary is going to start rising up, and she's going to try to take that uh, moral high ground, you know, which which they always do. The most immoral people on the planet, when they when they do say something, they try to take the moral high ground, which is <laughs> strange to me. But you watch, they're trying to do this, and I 
I have this strong feeling that um, former President Donald J. Trump is going to come out smelling like roses, so to speak, because already I've, I was looking at several news uh, articles, just brushing through some of them, and and his support is growing exponentially. I mean, it is growing like crazy. It is um, people are coming out of the woodwork to support him, and as I said, many of them Democrats, because I see where this is all going. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we need to keep the dialogue alive and moving forward, and we need to include people that were even, uh, up until this time, even opposed to Donald J. Trump, because the reality of it is this isn't really about Trump. If they're able to do this to a former president on charges that were already deemed to be misdemeanors at best, what can they do to you and me? What can they do to, you know, the moment you and I disagree with them politically, They can come and shut us down and we could be locked away for years and years and years and years, never heard of from again, because uh, we said something that they don't like. Um, They need you and I out of the way anyway. So this is going to set a precedent, all right, but not only for people in high positions in our government, but for you and me. Every American should be against this, regardless of what they think about Trump, because this is more about you and me than it is Donald J. Trump. So keep that in mind. Now, another story that we've been sort of following and maybe a story, yes, but even beyond that, just a concept, a story, stories that we've been following is all this transgenderism that's been going on. And then uh, the latest one, I spoke about it yesterday on my podcast uh, episode about, (laughs) what was it? It was like uh, President Trump, um, if I remember the title correctly, Uh, President Trump, Bud Light, and country music, because we see how this transgender nonsense is even trying to creep into country music, which is abhorrent. And um, we also see that Bud Light, now I'm not a, I don't drink alcohol at all, and I'm certainly not a Bud Light fan on any real level, but I also do know that, you know, the, 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 what you say the people that do drink beer do drink Budweiser, Bud Light, and things of that nature. This is not t- your typical um, drag queen crowd for the most part, but they have this person, Dylan Mulvaney, Mulvaney, who has partnered up with Bud Light, and Bud Light is now this Dylan Mulvaney, which, which is a transgender. It's a man who thinks he's a woman. All right, man who thinks he is a woman wants everybody to treat him like a woman. Right uh, it, now, this man who thinks he's a woman, dresses as a woman, acts like a woman, is now their uh, spokesperson for Bud Light. Yes, you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Beer is typically the drink. <clears throat> you know, you, you drink a beer. You, you think of cowboys. You think of bikers. You think of sports jocks. You know, sitting at the game drinking a beer. You think of, you know, more, it's more of a masculine kind of a thing. I mean, just for the most part, especially such things as Budweiser, maybe Miller, Coors, things of like that. You just think of more of your, you know, um, more masculine. Uh, so to have some trans, <laughs> some skinny little dude dressed as a woman as your spokesman, and then they say, we're just trying to get in touch with our audience. You're so out of touch with people who would drink your beer. I mean, it's just, Anheuser Bush, you really made a big mistake. So now, Kid Rock of all people, yes, ladies and gen- gentlemen, Kid Rock um, gets involved. You know, and Kid Rock 
is one of these guys who usually doesn't have much to say about anything, you know. You really have to, you know, push his buttons to try to get him to say anything, especially anything negative about the things that he doesn't like or do. <laughs> of course, I'm being facetious, <laughs> being so sarcastic with that. Kid Rock has no problem letting the world know what he feels and why he feels that way. So it says this. Here's the title of this um uh what is this this article it says kid rock shoots up bud light cans with rifle in response to dylan mulvaney's uh partnership and then kid rock says f word bud light i won't say the word of course but you get it and um he sh- <laughs> i saw the little video it's actually kind of funny it looked like fun he's just shooting up these what looked to be like six packs or 12 packs out there with this um with his uh, semi-automatic or automatic rifle. And this was published today, April 4th, uh, 2023. And again, 1220 Eastern Time. So that's about five hours ago, give give or take. And let me let me read a little bit of this. Singer Kid Rock used several Bud Light cases for target practice on Monday, shooting them with a rifle in response to the news that beer maker Anheuser-Busch made a transgender woman a Bud Light spokesman. After destroying several dozen beers with some heavy firepower, I like the way they put that one, with heavy firepower, the performer turned to the camera and declared, F, Bud Light, and F, Anheuser-Busch. I'm not going to say those words again, ladies and gentlemen. You can add something all you want to that F. (laughs) Rock's explosive statement happened after the beer company sent a pack of Bud Light to transgender woman an activist, no, it's a man, that's, I'm sorry, to this man who thinks he's a woman, an activist, Dylan Mulvaney, with her face on it over the weekend, the biological male, I appreciate that at least, the biological male has been celebrating 365 days of girlhood, marking each day up to a year since undergoing her transformation from male to female. There's no such thing as a transformation to male to female. You can cut pieces off. You can add pieces. You can put um, lipstick on. You could put them on a dress. But a man, a, a natural born male is still going to be, a, I'm not even going to say a man, but still going to be a male. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Fox News Digital reported that Anheuser-Busch sent packs of Bud Light featuring the influencer's face as a way to celebrate a full year of girlhood that Mulvaney uh, recently reached. Mulvaney uh, said the cans were her most prized possession on Instagram with a post featuring Bud Light Partner or hashtag Bud Light Partner. The announcement that Mulvaney, a transgender woman who recently had surgery done on her face to make her appear more feminine, was named a partner for Bud Light angered scores of users online. Among them was Rock, who posted a video to social media of him using a rifle to rip through the cases of beer, to rip through them, through the cases of beer. At the onset of the video, Rock, who was standing outside wearing a white MAGA hat, turned toward the camera and said, Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me say something to you all and and be as clear and concise as possible. The camera then immediately panned to several uh, several rock holding a rifle. Oh, to reveal. I'm sorry. This is written actually kind of bad. But anyways, the camera then immediately panned to reveal rock holding a rifle and taking aim at several Bud Light cases laid out on a table about 15 yards in front of him. In an intense burst of gunfire. It was an intense burst of gunfire, ladies and gentlemen. Not a mellow, 
not a sleepy, <laughs> not a, a restful, <laughs> not a peaceful <laughs> burst of gunfire. It was an intense burst of gunfire. The musician tore through the beer can, spraying foam and sparks everywhere. Foam and sparks. That's when you know your beer is not very good. When you shoot it and it throws out sparks, uh, the beer was bad. <laughs> when he stopped firing, the table was drenched in beer and blue can fragments were strewn about. The camera then panned back to Rock, who turned around, flipped the bird at the camera and said, F Bud Light and F Anheuser Bush. Have a terrific day. <laughs> See, he was so polite about it. He just said, have a terrific day. <laughs> The video ended with one last look at the beer can carnage he left. <laughs> In less than 12 hours, Rock's video had received more than 8 million views. I love it. <laughs> so 8 million people wanted to see Kid Rock blow up some beer cans and Hauser Bush with his with some intensive firepower. <laughs> Anheuser-Busch has since responded to the backlash generated by making Mulvaney a Bud Light partner. In a statement to Fox News, the company explained how Anheuser-Busch works with hundreds of influencers across our brands as one of many ways to authentically connect with audiences across various demographics and passion points. I still don't understand that. Um, that they, they, they work with all these people to authentically connect with audiences across various demographics. I understand that. And passion points. What in heavens is a passion point? That sounds kind of sexual to me, to be honest with you. Ooh, I got this passion point, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, I got a passion point. <laughs> I mean, come on, this is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, we just work all these people to, to you know, we could try to authentically connect with our audience. It almost sounds like, you know, um, I don't know if you guys remember, I think it was Coast, uh, th there was a radio uh, station and program Coast, you know, and it was like all love songs on the coast, you know, and, and the, the woman that was on there had that real kind of sultry voice. So I can hear the person giving this explanation to Fox News <laughs> saying it like this, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help this, and Hauser Bush works with hundreds of influencers across our brands as one of many ways to authentically connect with audiences across various demographics and passion points. <laughs> I'm sorry, I get when I read things like this, it's like passion point. They're throwing this in. Beer people don't talk that way. They have lost it over at Anheuser Busch. I mean, I'm not a beer drinker, but I know beer drinkers, and they don't talk this way. This is not who they are. They don't want some skinny little twerpy dude dressed like a woman pushing off their favorite beverage, their adult beverage. <laughs> and, they, and when it's explained why they do this, they don't want to hear the spokesman for their favorite beer company using such words as passion points. To try to explain why they just went fruity. I mean, you know, come on. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I'm not a beer drinker. But if I was, I would never touch Anheuser Bush again. Because they've completely lost it. They completely lost it. They completely lost it. I have a feeling that like Miller and Coors, their sales are going to go through the roof. You know, why? Because people are going to be turning away from Budweiser because they don't want to be associated with this fruitiness. Anyways, <laughs> that was uh, Gabriel... Hayes, I believe it says here, is an associate editor for Fox News Digital. <laughs> Who put that out there? So, ladies, 
ladies and gentlemen, we have we have President Trump being indicted, and I was I was wrong. I just came across the true numbers. It was thirty four um, infraction, thirty four things that he's been indicted on, and not thirty six. And we have Kid Rock shooting up Bud Light. Uh, cans, um, cases, I guess, three cases of Bud Light and basically telling them where to go and what to do when they get there. We have, <laughs> we have former Illinois Democrat governors coming out in support of Trump and against this nonsense. We have other Democrats, you know, uh, I know they don't care about Trump, but they certainly don't want to go down in the future. So let's not set this precedent. We got this uh, Alvin Bragg, uh, who looks more like Fat Albert, going out there working with George Soros to set this up to bring Trump down. We have Nancy Pelosi referring to Hillary Clinton as President Clinton and then mumbling, my hope. (laughs) I mean, really, there is so much going on out there. My brain is just swimming with all of this. And but I do want to touch upon one last thing because we keep hearing about, um, we keep hearing about uh, you know how all these shooters and they go into a school or they do these mass shootings. One of the first things that you hear from Democrats is they start bashing the NRA, National Rifle Association. All right, they start bashing the NRA that somehow they're uh, involved or at fault because somebody goes in there usually with an AR-style weapon. Which, which was wrong because they said the same thing about, even on Fox News, this just shows you it doesn't matter the news network. When, when they miss it, they just, these, I just wish somebody out there in our news world would do a little bit real world research and get the story right. The video they have of, uh, what was her, her name? Yes, in her name uh, was, oh, Audrey Elizabeth Hale. Is that the last one? Yeah, Nashville shooter, Audrey Hale. She was seen walking around the school with what they said it was an AR-type weapon, and it wasn't. It was more of a carbine. It was not an AR that shoots typically a 5.56 round. It was a carbine that most likely shot, fired a 9mm, maybe a 45, but usually a 9mm round. Now, to a lot of people, that say that's no big deal. They both will kill. But my point upon on that is that, that's, a, that's a rifle that shoots a pistol, a handgun round. All right. And so they missed it so big on that because what what they're what they're trying to do is so demonize these AR uh, weapons, these AR rifles. And they don't even know what AR stands for. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you what AR stands for. See, some of them say it's an assault rifle. AR stands for assault rifle. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Uh, Others. I've heard in the media say AR stands for automatic rifle. They're automatic. They're machine guns. Uh, no, they're not machine guns, and it does not stand for automatic rifle. AR stands for, now get this, ladies and gentlemen, Armalite. Armalite was the company that originally came up with that design and built that particular style of firearm, and it just stuck, all right? And different companies now make an AR-style rifles, but it stands for Armalite, not automatic rifle, not assault rifle. And just so you know, ladies and gentlemen, you say, well, it's still an assault rifle. It's wicked. It's deadly. That only belongs in the hands of the military. Let me explain something to you, Lucy's. The rifle, for the most part, they build them that way. Yes, primarily for military or law enforcement, primarily, but also for home use. And the reason they have those different, they look the way they do 
is to make it more compact, easier to use, and so that you could also put things like maybe a scope or a, a flashlight or a laser light, okay? And a lot of people still say, well, see, you don't need those. Just go get a hunting rifle. The mechanism, okay, and I'll call it that, the mechanism that makes that rifle fire the way it does and work the way it does is very, 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 very similar to many rifles out on the market that don't actually look that way, but they function the exact same way and they're used for hunting. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't necessarily suggest it, but you could actually use that so-called AR-style rifle to go hunting with. Uses basically the same round that many hunting rifles use and the same basic platform as many hunting rifles use. The difference is when you put a nice black stock on there, it looks cool. That's why a lot of people get it versus a wooden stock where the hunters who use that go hunting a lot prefer. Everything else... And I'm not saying 100% because there are different types of rifles, of course, out there. Um, but some of those rifles out there that are are used for hunting use the same basic style of platform. All right. And I don't have time to really get into all of them because you've got different actions and such. Um, semi-automatic. you got bolt action, uh, lever action, things of that nature. you got uh, single shot, uh, tube fed. Uh, magazine fed. There's so many different variations. But in many of the hunting rifles that are out on the market today, they use a very similar platform as the AR rifle that everybody's so scared of. So what you need to do is chill, cheer out people, just cheer out. Anyways, I have one last thing I want to read to you in regards to what we're seeing with the transgender thing. Because what they're trying to push onto all of us, a waskal we Americans. I almost said waskily Republicans, like Rush Limbaugh used to say, but I realize it's not just the Republicans, it's all Americans. They're trying to force this um, transgender nonsense on us and accept it as normal. But I'm telling you, and I've been saying this all along, it's a very wicked thing because it's based on uh, mental and emotional illness. All right. And we could see this with this Nashville shooter. This Nashville shooter, a woman who thinks she's a man, goes in and kills uh, six people, three adults, three children. Three children were murdered by this monster. And she was a transgender or claimed to be a man, transgender, a woman that claimed to be. It's so confusing to me, ladies and gentlemen. This is a woman who thought she was a man. She's clearly mentally ill. It even states in, in the articles that I read that she was mentally ill which shows you that, yes, they're finally starting to put these dots together, ladies and gentlemen. And she goes in there and she kills six people, three uh, men, and or, I'm sorry, three adults, three children. Again, transgender. She claimed to be tra- transgender. The Colorado Springs shooter. Okay, I'm just going to read this. This is from Reuters, and I'm going to put, the again, the link so you can read some of these things uh, for yourself if you want to. The Colorado shooter refers to Anderson Lee Aldrich, who is accused of killing five people at an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs, Colorado, in November 2022. And now, if you just stop right there, you'd say, see, there's somebody going that hates LGBT community, the transgender community, the homosexual community, and went in there purposely to kill them. Aha, let's keep reading. It says, um, and whose lawyers have asserted identifies as non-binary and prefers the 
they, them pronouns. Okay, so, and now some skepticism over that has arisen. So for, uh, you know, uh, six months, roughly six months, this person has been going as a a non-binary member of the LGBTQ LMNOP, QRST community. And and now all of a sudden they're being skeptical skeptical over it but nonetheless here's a (laughs) non-binary see this person's so confused they can't even pick sides so anyways non-binary goes in there and kills five people at an lgbtq nightclub in colorado springs so nashville shooter transgender colorado springs shooter non-binary okay both of them mental illness let's keep going ladies and gentlemen the denver shooter denver shooter in the posts, refers to the shooting at a charter school in Denver, Colorado in May 2019. Alec McKinney, a transgender teenager, was sentenced to life in prison following the shooting, Reuters reported at the time. So this this person, Alec McKinney, I don't know if that's his birth name or his wannabe name, but nonetheless, Alec McKinney, in 2019, May of 2019, goes into a school in Denver and shoots um, people and trans and he's he she whatever is a transgender teenager again transgender non-binary transgender again the Aberdeen shooting or shooter appears to reference Snochia Mosley the suspect of a shooting at a Rite Aid Corp facility in Aberdeen Maryland some news reports said Mosley identified as transgender so we have one two three Four shootings, uh, um, murderers, killers, shooters, four of them claim transgender, one non-binary, and they claim that they're afraid of us. They claim that uh, we want to kill them. They claim that we suppress them. They claim that we don't accept them. Well, I'll be honest with you, I don't accept them for that. I accept the human being that stands before me, but if it's truly a man, I accept that person as a man, not a woman. If that person truly is a woman, I accept that person as a woman, not a man. And that's as far as it goes. And if you can deal with that, we can get along. But what I can't stand what's going on in our culture, our society today, is not only are we expected to embrace and accept their mental illness and their false perception of their self of themselves thus making it our false perception of them and we're supposed to just bring them in and usher them in when we know this that their mental illness can easily lead to something like this as a matter of fact back to the nra i don't believe one somebody did a study and put this all together of all the mass shooters in the last i don't i don't remember how far back it went but there was quite a few of them a lot of them, not one was a member of the NRA. Not one. Okay, so if you can say, put, let's say 20, 20 mass shootings, not one's a member of NRA, but we know at least four here. These four are transgender. Who's more dangerous, the NRA or transgender movement? Just be honest, by sheer numbers, is it the NRA or the transgender movement? I could tell you right now, 100%, it's the transgender movement. They are all dealing with mental illness, emotional illness, that drives them to the point that they need, they feel the need, they feel the need that they have to put somebody's, uh, uh, bring somebody's life to an end to make their statement. And as one person said in one of the articles that I did, and I I spoke about it on one of my podcasts, uh, is 
That was they just felt that was their last way that they can be seen. Be seen? Are they so desperate for attention that they're willing? I mean, they are, let's face it. If a man is so desperate for attention that he's willing to put on makeup and a dress and even go undergo surgery to try to make him look more like a woman to get the attention that he feels that he wants and needs, that's mental illness number 1. But if they're willing to do that, they're willing to go other lengths, such as murder people, to get attention and to bring attention to themselves. They are so desperate to be seen and to be heard. That's why so many of them try to get into entertainment. They are so desperate for somebody to applaud their existence. And they'll go to these sick measures to get that applaud and get that recognition. And these murderers, they, I mean, I don't know, maybe they just weren't very talented or whatever. So instead of trying to get known, trying to get seen, trying to get recognized in other ways, they, they chose to go murder people. Well, yeah, we know about you now. We know that you're a disgusting, perverted, broken murderer. And some of these, like the Nashville shooter, aren't even around anymore. Why? Because they came in and they put that monster down. Some are behind bars for the rest of their life. Won't be hearing much from them. Who's seeing them besides the other prisoners? And then we're supposed to accept that and make that normal? I don't. I refuse to make that normal. I refuse to make that normal. Don't get me wrong. I have a passion for these people. I have compassion for these people. I want them healed. I want them set free. I want them delivered. I want them to get the recognition, if you will. I want them to be seen in the correct way. They need to see Jesus. They need to come to Christ. They need to be recognized as being saved, set free, and delivered by the blood of Jesus. But I'm not going to accept that mental illness that would otherwise lead to be to being um, uh, causing them to be murderers and leave bodies in their wake. Three children died in that Nashville shooting. Oh, and when you start really getting into this, many of the trans community have been coming out speaking on this. And do you know what they're mad about? They're mad that people are calling this the Nashville shooter by um, her female name instead of male name. She wanted to be known as Aiden um, Hale. But everybody's been calling her Audrey Hale. And there's a reason, because she was a woman. And they're more upset. They're more upset, and they call it dead name, that they gave her a dead name or something of that nature, that they call this woman Audrey Hale instead of Aiden. They're more upset with that than six people being shot, three children brutally murdered by this trans. This is how sick they are. This is how perverse they are. This is how evil they are. And this is why you and I should never accept that because they're more concerned about getting their pronouns right and being addressed by how they feel instead of the murder of the most innocent around us. Ladies and gentlemen, it truly is a sad day in America on one hand, but know this, good people are starting to rise up, good people with some common sense left. I know it, it, it took a vacation for a while, but it's starting to come back slowly. It's like the Swallows. I remember Bugs Bunny singing about the swallows coming back to Capistrano. I'm going to do my best Bugs Bunny voice sometimes and sing a song, When Common Sense Comes Back to Capistrano. (laughs) Okay, that was terrible. But we need that common sense to come back. And it is on some levels. Thank you, Jesus. But we need a tsunami of common sense. 
and then people with a backbone and a courage to stand up against this wickedness so that our children stop dying and our children stop, are no longer being pulled into that wickedness. I, you will never see me allow my grandchildren. I didn't do it with my children. I'm not going to do it with my grandchildren. You're not going to let me. I won't allow my grandsons to put on a dress and prance around like a girl. I, I just, it's not going to happen. Why? My little boys are going to dr- grow up to be strong, masculine men. My little girls are going to grow up to be true feminine ladies. And we're not going to have all this weird non-binary transgenderism crossovers based upon their feelings. Their existence is going to be based upon the truth. This is just so ridiculous. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers. I truly appreciate you. You can write me at gwccrobert at gmail.com. That's gwccrobert at gmail.com. Please let me know how I'm doing. Remember to pick up some of our merchandise. You can find the link at gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Until next time, be continually blessed.